Ladies and gentlemen of the YLP realm, I go by the name of Sir Bronson Frankfurt III. I am, of course, the consigliere and assistant, if you will, to Mr. YLP himself. And I today have the distinct honor of giving you the introduction to episode 319 of the YLP podcast, entitled, of course, Mr. YLP's Birthday Extravaganza. Now, of course, what would a show would be without wonderful topics to speak on and we have on tap, as Mr. YLP himself says, an absolute banger of a show for you this week. We will be speaking, well, not I, unfortunately, he does not allow me to be a part of this program, I'm quite unfortunate if I say so myself. We have a returning guest for this week's episode, our friend, Mr. Nick Doolin returns to the show to talk about the Royal Rumble festivities, as well as their picks and predictions for who they believe will win this year's prestigious Royal Rumble matches, as well as a bit of news as well. We will be speaking on Ronda Rousey, possibly returning to tonight's Royal Rumble extravaganza, as well as news on AJ Ferrari and Scotty to Hotty. Now, I am quite fond of this show, and I believe, of course, you are as well. And I believe I will try to give the energy of beginning this week's episode as Mr. YLP himself would. So, if you would bear with me, um, let me just get into <clears throat> my finest uh, American accent. Oh, who the hell y'all kidding? Y'all know what time it is. This is episode 319 of the YLP podcast. And of course, yes, it is my 34th birthday. And I am happy that every single one of you around the world are checking it out and enjoying this day with me. So without further ado, let's hit that intro. Let's get it started. And with that being said, let us begin. What's going on, guys? Zach from the Wrestling Delicious Podcast here. Welcome to episode 319 of the YLP Podcast. So glad to have you guys here with me on this Saturday. Well, afternoon, I don't give a shit. But I hope you're enjoying your day, your night, your afternoon, and your evening, wherever you may be, wherever you are. And the world! Thank you guys so much for taking out this episode of the podcast. And as always... I greatly and truly appreciate it. Usually I go over the particulars in the beginning of the show, but we ain't got time for that. Why? Because today, not only it is the uh, Royal Rumble, but it is... Happy birthday! It is my 34th birthday today, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, not, you're a youngin'. Not only is this my 34th birthday, this is the fourth time in WWE history that they are having a Royal Rumble on my birthday. Fun fact for you bums out there. Last time they did it was 2017, actually. It was uh, Mr. Randy Orton winning uh. that Royal Rumble on his way to his ninth World Championship, defeating Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. We don't talk about that here because that was an injustice on everything that was holy, but I ain't got time for that because I have a friend with me today, and I'm happy to have this friend here for the third week in a row. I'm probably going to kick him out of the YLP realm after this because, you know, 
I can. My, oh, my, one of my very, very good friends, the man with the hell of a beard and to a damn good haircut, former co-host of the Rest of the Industries podcast, Nick Dolan. How What's happening? How you doing over there? I am good, man. I am good, 34. Good. It feels Oof. weird because it's just like... You're still just a puppy, though. I, I, I mean, I'm still a young lion, dude. Like, I'm still a young boy. No matter how you that slice you it. Are. But, I mean, I mean, glad to have you here today on this special occasion. You know. Um, and we got a good amount to talk about today. We yeah, do. let's just get into this. So. I, I had an idea of where to start here. Uh-huh. Um, just because I thought, why not? All so, right. two things that popped up on Sunday mm-hmm. after we did the last show and I sent them to you was yep. they're not happy with the way NXT 2.0 is going. Yeah, we did talk about a little bit. We did talk about that a little bit last week. And yeah, we... we have, well, we got more details on it, though. Oh, you have more details. Please do tell. We did get more details. Uh, what I was seeing was that they feel as though the blame is to be put on abruptly changing everything. <laughs> that That's what we're blaming it on? Who knew that if you just jumped and changed shit on people, mm. they'd backlash and move away from it. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I mean, honestly, when you really think about it, you know, NXT, like when they really went 2.0, they literally just changed up everything within like a couple weeks span. Yeah, they just boom done. You know, and and you know, I just and I just actually looked it up. Um, apparently, Triple H isn't coming back anytime soon either. Still, so he has to deal with uh, his health. So, um, is you know, that what is that what's keeping him out? Yeah, so he had he a cardiac arrest, of, I think, a while back. Well, that's been quite some time. But we've seen people, you know, have those situations and come back three weeks later. True. Or is he being held out by his father-in-law? I mean, I mean, are you trying to put your uh, your tinfoil hat on there, Chief? I live with a tinfoil hat on. You know that. I, I like a good conspiracy. I've seen it too. Try it on. It actually fits great. It it does. It's very comfortable. Like I, I mean, it's very comfortable hat. You know, I, I asked him to see if he can get me commission one. Apparently, the person that could have done it, you know, just ran out of material, so we're fucked. But yeah, well, like that's that. what happens when I have a huge head. That is true. He's got a huge noggin. Um. <laughs> Also, but, um, I'm looking at uh, whatculture.com right now. Apparently, they're saying this is from, of course, our beautiful friend Dave Meltzer. Um, oh, Big Dave. Oh, Big Dave. Fuck Big Dave. Bumass. Um, so, he's, yeah, there's no currently no plans for Triple H to return in any kind of capacity in terms of creative. Uh, that includes NXT because he still uh, had a cardiac event um, back in September that had surgery. Um, there's There have been very few updates about this, but Meltzer said um, back in November that the situation was very, very serious. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, when you are taxed to run a portion of your father-in-law's company and every move you make, you're told you've done it wrong. Right. That's got to be stressful on a man. Very stressful on him, man. Especially when not only did you did that happen, but you're taking away everything that was NXT, black and gold. Yes. Like you took everything and just pretty much like took that, burned pretty much 
You know what? You know what it reminds me of actually, Nick. You've seen Dark Knight, right? Yes. Do you remember the I scene have. where the Joker has all the money and all of a sudden he just burns it all? That's Hunter. Or yeah. I'm sorry, that's Vince. Two that's Hunter. Vince. Vince is the Joker burning all of the monies that they basically have lost because they turn NXT Black and Gold into two point up. Yep. I mean, I'm telling like this, this, this is these minds, people. I mean, it. This, this is something where. Now, I mean, I mean, people were saying Sean McMichael. Sean, I was about to say Sean Mongo McMichael. Holy hell, Sean Michaels. You know, um, basically, a lot of people were saying that he was running NXT, and then we found out Vince and Bruce are the ones actually running NXT. Yep. So, um, uh, yeah, it's 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 a. Sad state of affairs over there right now. Apparently, it's it's really bad. Um, and we, I mean, we touched on it last week. How emasculating is that going to be for Hunter to have you know your seventy-some-year-old father-in-law step in and just take over after he told you he wanted you to do it, and you did a fantastic job at it. By the way, mm-hmm. let's not let's not take anything away from Hunter. He did a fantastic job, absolutely, of doing what the fans wanted. And that, yeah. at the end of the day, isn't that how you make money in that business? I think that's how we're supposed to make money in this business. Exactly. By trying anyway, to give us the you know, best product possible. I mean, we could stay on this for another hour if we wanted to. Don't but... tempt fate. I, ain't got, I, got th- I got things to do today. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there's a couple of names that uh, are coming up for renewal or are said to be leaving AEW soon. Oh, uh, one name on there in particular is Leo Rush. Another one being Marco Stunt, Brian Cage, and Joey Janela. All have contracts coming up soon. Well, okay. So, was it Rush, Stunt, Cage, and Janela? Yep. Leo mm-hmm. is up on February 14th. Rush is gone. Rush is good as gone. Uh, Marco, Marco, Marco Stunt. Marco is a surprising even, one. I'm not even I'm... seeing when his shit expired. It just says coming up. Uh, and he hasn't been on TV since September, so I mean, I know he's worked some some GCW shows. Yeah, he was being... on a, he was on one of the recent ones. I think GCW uh, on the world. The world. Yep. The world, he the was world there. on GCW. I'm sorry, I don't want to get yeah. killed by Nick Gage. Yeah. I'm trying to live, but congratulations to Nick Gage though and Matt Tremont winning the tag titles. Yeah. The good. good for them. Uh, <laughs> you're, Brian you're the one Cage. that saw it. I know. You watched Brian it. Cage, I didn't. I did. I did. And you know my thoughts on it. And we're not going to talk about that right now. That, we, we talked about that off air. We're not going to bring our, our off air conversations to the show. That is not what we do here. We have some sort of fucking decorum in this bitch. Right. Unlike Anchor, got no fucking decorum. Right. Uh, I actually got a, I actually got the DM from them, but I'm not going to read it on. I'm not going to read it on the show. Uh, yeah, Mr. YLP himself over there. We've been having some technical issues today. Technical. And we, we are way past fucking technical. Yeah. Well, we had to go. We had to go about it a back asswards way today and do the show in a very different manner than what we've been used to, but I mean, a very, a very familiar way at the same time. Zach. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brian Cage. Well, we haven't seen him since October. He's gone. I mean, if you're not going to show up now, might as well just leave. Right. I mean, he's got other things going on and other promotions. I, it's sad that they couldn't figure out how to make him work. He could have worked. He could have very easily. 
I mean, Kane made the casino battle royal, fucked everything up, threw Darby Allen like a little bitch uh, with with the ladder. And then all of a sudden, you know, becomes FTW champion, loses it to Ricky Starks, leaves Team Taz, and then all of a sudden, where the fuck did he go? Yeah, he just disappeared on us. This is like the, anyway. this is like the it's like a much worse game of where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Uh, if there was a if there was a third man on the show today, some things would be said out loud that probably shouldn't be said out loud that involve what Brian Cage does in his spare time. Um, Although we do I'm, miss you, you know who you are. We miss you, brother. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of here and say this out loud. No need. Not gonna not gonna say shit. Um, that's not no my need. place or your place. That's not why my we place, had the third yours, party. He was the one that could say things like that and take the brunt of of the anger from people. But we love them anyway, for it. <laughs> and anyway, we still do. Yeah, Joey Janela is the next name on that list. He's out. Uh he's May of 2022. Yeah, I think I think he's on his way out too. Which is okay. Uh, I mean, it's not that big of a deal well, to me. Here's the thing: is as as bad as it sucks to see some of these guys go. Mm-hmm. Having them go to other promotions now and help elevate those other promotions isn't a bad thing. It's never a bad thing. I mean, honestly, look, look I mean, at the whole Forbidden Door situation. Right. This Brian is, Cage, that is, it has been a, Brian, such a plus to just see different talent go to different promotions and right. put on matches and matches we never thought we would see. But Absolutely. Just show them, like, it is be- that's a beautiful thing. WWE, get your shit together. I don't care if you're just bringing back Mickey James. You're bullshitting. And stop playing with them bullshit ass spoilers. I've seen some spoilers for the Royal Rumble. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but that's dumbass shit. Yeah, I've heard some stupid things. But, anyway, but we, ain't we ain't there yet. We ain't there uh, yet. Joey leaves. He's going back to, to GCW. You know that's what's going to happen there, too. Uh, but hey, he's Bob, also, real quick. Um, but why he's the fuck did Jeff Jarrett win? What? Why the fuck did Jeff Jarrett win? What did Jeff Jarrett win? He beat Effie. Yeah, I. But what did he win? Nothing. Nothing. He won the match. He won the match. But at, at the end of the day, everybody looked at that and went, "I fuck him." <laughs> Nobody can. No, it's still, still here. We are thirty five, seven, eight, whatever it is, years later. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Jarrett is still trying to make us believe that he is something in the wrestling business. Hasn't been anything in the wrestling business since TNA days. Uh, Jeff Jarrett was never anything in the wrestling business. When you own the company or your dad owns the company, of course you're going to get pushed to the moon. And that's what happened with him. He Mm -hmm. has never been that talented of a guy. He was, hey, I'll say this out loud. He was a second-rate Tommy Rich. I don't know who that dude is, but I, oh. I'm just going to nod my head and cool and act like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Tommy Rich was in – Tommy Rich was, you know, a, a decent hand in the South back in the 80s. Okay, Cody. Um. <laughs> Think more along the lines of Terry Taylor. Oh. Decent hand. Never going to be that much. But at one point, they tried to push Tommy Rich to be a world champion. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Tommy Rich actually holds a world title victory over Ric Flair. I'm going to look that up while you're talking. Hold up. I'd have to look that up. But at some point in there, 
he had the title around the same time that Flair was NWA champion, running around with running around with ten pounds of gold. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if he took it from Rick, but he had it at the time that Rick was the man. So that, that was the NWA World Title, right? It was the NWA World Title. It was yeah, the ten legit. pounds. It's legit. He beat Rick. Yeah, but he was, you know, and Jeff Jarrett was a was a second rate version of this guy. So, I mean, it wasn't a. Lo- I mean, from what I'm seeing, it's not. It wasn't a long reign either. It was only four no, days. No, Jeff was a good hand. Let's let's leave it at that. But there's been a lot of guys that have been good hands over the years. Bob Orton, Barry or you know Barry O, Bob's brother was a great hand. Barry Horowitz right. was a good hand. Right. Hell, I mean, let's let's not. Barry Horowitz, holy shit, what a name. Ah uh-huh. ha. I love that man. I love that uh, guy. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. He was like one of the more like those guys where like you could root for it, Barry, but you knew he wasn't shit. Like at no, the end of you the day. knew he was losing. And then when they you, gave him the little bit of a run there where he won some matches, it was nice to see. Kind of reminds me of Jim Powers, you know? Exactly. Oh, Jimmy for those Powers. of you who don't know Jim Powers back in the WCW days, um, he was one of those guys I actually was a fan of when I was a kid. Not even going to front. Um, he had the look. He had he had everything. He couldn't talk worth a fucking lick. But most of the time, I didn't see much talking in WCW because again, more in ring. But Jim Powers was one of those guys where I was just like looking at him, lower mid card dude, good hand, solid wrestler, could definitely go in the ring. But for some reason, I'm thinking in my head like, even as a kid, I'm just like, why can't we do more with him? He's got had it. a had a tag team back in the day with Paul Roma. Paul Roma, holy shit, what a name! Yeah, there the- it is. The know worst horseman of all time. Know your history, kids. And Jim Powers is the one that Paul Roma turned on when he became the bad guy heel and started teaming with Hercules after that for that power and glory. Weird flex. Weird flex. Yeah, you like how I use that, though? I love it. See, see, this is why I bring Nick on sometimes, man. He gives you all history. He know remembers history. Jim Powers, but he wasn't going to bring up the tag team with Paul Roma back in the day. I didn't really know about that. I just knew about Jim uh, Powers, honestly. Whatever. <laughs> uh, well, you're you're a young one. So anyway, like, but that's one of those things where I'm like, you know, why do we need Jeff? What does Jeff do? You know what Jeff does? Jeff adds some name value to some of these small companies, like yep. I just said, that yeah. could use a little kick in the ass to get them over. And there you are. Now uh, you've got it. Now, um, I mean, I want to get next- off uh, Jeff Jarrett because I'm tired of that. But one thing I want to talk about real quick. Before we start getting into the Royal Rumble shenanigans. Me, hey, let me jump back in stuff. here real quick with NXT. I had two more things. One with okay, NXT okay, and one other thing that we had seen this week. Yeah. Um, apparently, now they want to start utilizing some veteran talent moving forward down in NXT. Didn't you just cut all your fucking veterans? <laughs> I mean, we got Tommaso Ciampa now working with Braun Breaker, of all people. I'm like, wait, didn't you just lose to that dude? Right, so now you're gonna you're gonna rehash that? No, no. no. Are we really, um, like? Are, are they trying to do Johnny Gargano shit? Like Johnny's yes. Tommaso shit? Yep. Because it feels like Johnny Tommaso shit. At um, least to me. And then the other thing that was weird that I saw this week that I sent you. Uh huh. Um. Apparently, they've been taking calls on people interested in buying the company. They ain't selling that shit. I, Who are you selling it to? I don't know. I mean, it's already bad enough. We just found out with the Disney. They just did a Disney deal. 
And now they're playing uh, the Royal Rumble going to be on in, in Indonesia. Indonesia, you're getting the Royal Rumble this weekend. Nice. Yep. Uh, and the other the other thing that I sent you earlier today that I wanted to go ahead and bring up. We can start. We can. I mean, we can start the whole Royal Rumble stuff with that because that made me laugh my ass off. Uh, so apparently, apparently Jeff Hardy turned down a Hall of Fame induction. Yes, yes. I'm Doesn't want to come back right now. I'm, Gee, uh, I can't I it was imagine. The report article I can't imagine me, right? why. Yes, I can't imagine why you so were let, just let me, let me lay it out for all y'all um, wonderful people in the YLP realm today. So Jeff Hardy was after, now, mind you, this is like what a couple months after. He got released from WWE because they thought he was. Oh, I got something for that. Hold on. Was it? And well, I wouldn't say he was on crack, but they basically thought he was on something. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't. He's I'm got not a saying history. he wasn't. Either. I don't think personally. I don't think he was. That's just me. But yeah, Mr. Jeff Hardy not only turned down a possible return for the Royal Rumble. He declined a Hall of Fame induction. Now, this is the yes, article he did. From, uh, from Mr. Mike Chiari, who I actually like, um, and Mark Middleton. They're both great writers. But let me let me get into this real quick. WWE reportedly reached out to Jeff Hardy about being part of the WWE Hall of Fame class in 2022, but he declined. According to our wonderful friend Dave Meltzer, uh, head, of, head of talent relations, Mr. People Power himself, Johnny Laurinaitis, called Hardy about a subject about the subject a few weeks back, but Hardy wasn't interested. Uh, we already know, blah blah blah. He, they released him from the company. We know that. Reiterating that, dipshits. Um, now, Sean Rob Sapp said they reported that they offered to get Hardy help in the form of rehab. Hardy declined. That led to his release. Um, they later confirmed that he turned down the rehab. Uh, Matt Matt saying he didn't feel like he needed rehab and agreed with the assessment. Um, now, he took a drug test, and from what we know, he was clean. Hardy wanted the results. Knew he wasn't positive going to test positive for any recreational drugs or anything like that. But, Mr. 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 Doolin, um, why in the fuck, months after you release a dude, are you going to try to call, extend the olive branch? Well, why are you going to, why are you going to, after you put a put a girl's clothes in trash bags <laughs> why, why are you gonna invite her back and Kelsey Green has entered the chat I was talking about Mickey James I mean I mean same but we we already knew that we talked about that plenty a couple right. weeks ago but why are you gonna why are you gonna do that why why would you come back I wouldn't I would Most tell them to fuck wouldn't. themselves right and that's what Jeff did and good for him well done I mean honestly seriously well done uh, Jeff uh, speaking just of think our, about our... it too. You got to think about it. Jeff's more than likely, supposedly, I mean, this is still rumor. I mean, I'm waiting until they show up. Jeff's going to probably sign with AEW um, once the non-compete clause goes bye-bye, which I believe is like in March. And then, okay. you know, and then have, you know, have one final run with the heart as the Hardy boys in AEW. WWE maybe wanted to cut him off at the pass, trying to get him back to the fold. And Jeff realized that and the go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's how I see it. I mean, I mean, as much as I would love to see Matt and Jeff going going in together, and then more than likely Jeff going in by himself. Um, right now ain't the time. It is not the time to do that. No. Like, like, come, like, like, what, what are we doing here? 
Seriously. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Are we uh, are we trying to like, are we trying to really piss the fans off? Like you're pissing the fans off and you're pissing Jeff off at the same time. You're looking bad. It's terrible. This is a terrible situation for like for WWE to be in. Now, mind you, I mean, looking, I mean, I mean, look at who they have on, you know, for the men's rumble. I mean, you only have 22 out of the 30 showing up, as we know of today. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, 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 you, I, I get that you want Jeff Hardy. I get that you want to have names on your rumble. But if you didn't release every fucking body in their right. grandmother, well, and here's the thing: is they're gonna they're gonna pick some things up. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be a couple of surprises in there. You're gonna get I some mean, old guys there's, back. There's one surprise in particular I saw, and I laughed my ass off when I saw that one too. Which one are you talking? Oksana. Apparently, it is reported, according to PW Insider, that she is in St. Louis for the Rumble. Would you? I mean, I know, I know your answer here. I, I mean, you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna scoff at it when she comes out and you get to look at her for a, a minute or two before she gets immediately eliminated. Right. Um. Wow, that's, I, yeah, <laughs> I got nothing on that one. Another name, another name that I've heard for the Rumble, for the women's Rumble, anyways. Ooh. Um. It's been a while since we've seen her on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, last time we saw her, she was getting pinned at Mania. Hmm. Hmm. Are we talking about Oscar? I mean, that's one that I've heard. I've heard that too. I've also heard another big name for that women's rumble coming back. Zach, you want to get into that? You were fired up about this one earlier this week. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Because, I mean, it kind of actually is out of my brain right now. But if you remind me, I'll get mad. Big Ronda. Ah, yes. Miss Ronda Rousey. And I have it pulled up here on comicbook.com. See, I just stopped preparing myself. I get prepared. So, apparently news broke on Monday. WWE was attempting to court Ronda Rousey back to the WWE in the near future. This is actually in comicbook.com, written by Connor Casey, by the way. Um, Brian Alvarez saying that she is expected to be making a return in the Women's Royal Rumble today. She coming. Guess who's winning that Women's Rumble? Now, now here's what now I spoke now I spoke to a good friend of mine, um, one of my good friends back home in New Jersey. And she was also talking to me about um, how she felt about Ronda. She wasn't a big uh, fan of the idea. Now, my my first thought. I was, love and I love the way you had to drop a uh, you had to drop a little shout out to the Garden State. I mean, I mean, just because I'm living in the Centennial State doesn't mean I respect my home state. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it's still love. Got to drop a little love there. Got a little drop of love for the Jersey the Jersey Shore real quick. Um, but my thing was my thing is this. If Rousey does show up, and it's and it's noted that, of course, by Dave Meltzer, that she is scheduled for WrestleMania. If Ronda shows up, is she winning the Rumble? Of course she is. How would you not have her win it at that point? That's like having somebody big pop into the Rumble and not having them win it. This, I mean, honestly... We got the Edge entrance into the Rumble that we didn't think we would see, and... 
I mean, that was cool though. I didn't near, damn near, I'm not even gonna cry. I didn't near cry when I saw him up, up in that bitch. And then you've had you know Austin make comebacks. You've had Hunter make comebacks in the Rumble and win them. Yep. Uh, it's just it's gonna happen. She's coming back. She's winning that, and she, it's gonna be her and Becky at Mania. Mm. Probably here's, here's night. My with probably the gripe. night one main event. But my gripe is this: this literally is a epic failure of WWE yet again. Yep. This look look at the women's divisions on Raw and SmackDown, people. I've, I've you had about every this. chance to make Rhea, every at, chance I've to make about this Bianca. You have a you like you said you have Rhea, you have Bianca. You were somewhat building up Liv Morgan a little bit, not bad. I had a couple of good matches with with Becky. Yeah, and hey, and look over on SmackDown. You were doing a great job with Shotzi there for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, yoink, the rug got pulled out from underneath that. Yep. Almost makes you wonder if somebody gets mad when the crowd cheers somebody else and they can't get her over. You want to take a guess on that name? I'm going to go Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's, it's an epic failure. I mean, she learned it from the best when you think about it. I mean, it. come the fuck on. So, anyway, Zach. Yep. Uh, what, do you, what do you think the chances are of Ronda winning that if she shows up? If she shows up, she's winning it. She's number 30. If she, oh, don't even give me that shit. Don't put that juju in the air, motherfucker. She's number 30. She's coming in. There's going to be about 10 people left, and she's just going to wipe them out. And he, and that's the thing, too. Now, here's here's my – this is why my this, my gripe is so big with this whole Ronda situation. It's a simple fact that you literally had Bianca Belair ready-made to come back, win, win back-to-back, and then get her revenge on Becky at me. Or – or – you have Rhea win, and yeah. you've automatically rebuilt her and yep. jumped her right back into that title picture because she needs to get a title shot on SmackDown or Raw. Does not matter. If she wins it, I think she goes to SmackDown and gets revenge on herself. She needs that win back at Mania from Charlotte. Yeah, that was that was a whole tragedy in and of itself. There you go. I mean, mind, anyway, you, mind you, you're welcome, for those of y'all who don't remember. Rhea was supposed to be booked to win originally at WrestleMania. Let's not forget that. And then Charlotte, from what I've heard, complained and cried, and they decided to go ahead and let her win. Bullshit. This, right? I mean, honestly, like looking at like the participants in the Rumble right now for the women, like let's like, like look at that. Now, now I'm going to give you the list, and I'm and you can tell me if this is something you really want to see. All right. So, Rhea Ripley, Nikki yes. A.S.H., Dana Brooke, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Tamina, Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, Bella Twins, Lita, Michelle Cool, Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, Mickey James, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan. That is the 21 we know so far. I love that Charlotte's in it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you already have the belt. Why do you need to be in the Rumble match? Because they have no one to fa- have her face it. So, 
Royal Rumble because your division is trash. So here's what's going to happen. Ooh, man. Uh, you thought something. Yeah, the, the wheels started turning there. He, he just did a ooh. Okay, for those of y'all that don't know, I've known this man for quite some time. When he does not ooh, he's got an idea. Usually it's good. Um, I could, I could have to switch that a little bit though, because this could end up being, this could end up being a Ronda wins but goes after Charlotte situation. I don't like it either way. Because you may get to that point where you may not have anybody else in the ring. Charlotte may have, you know, done what Charlotte does best, and that's wipe out the women's division <laughs> and, and devalue everybody else in that division that isn't her. True. Uh. And then all of a sudden you hear some Joan Jet hit in that arena, and that place is going to blow. We know up it. When well, that we know that. Hits. Yeah. Oh, that place is going to go batshit crazy. St. Louis will go apeshit. And then I, any place they were in the world right now would blow up as soon as that as soon as that first guitar riff hits for bad reputation. That place yeah. is going batshit crazy wherever I it mean, is. And here's, and here's what's going to happen with me. I'm going to hear that, and I'm just going to be like, and I'm going to go. I'm just going to go grab a snack. And this drink. is where Charlotte gets tossed out. Yep. And you've got Rhonda pointing at the sign and looking down at Charlotte. So now we know what's going to happen there. Mm-mm-mm. So then that. we just got to, we got to figure out how we're going to get to, which is probably going to be eliminate an elimination chamber match for the women on raw. Right. To figure out who goes to mania to get the chance. The other, the other situation I thought about in my head as well is what if Rhonda and Shayna start working together in that match? I mean, I've been trying to work that whole shit for years and I've been waiting to see that they haven't done it because they're stupid. And what if, what if just by chance you have Shayna turn and eliminate Ronda? I mean, that would be nice to see. I mean, well, it, you know sets we're not up, see it. it sets up a match with those two down the road. But it also, what it does is it sets up two matches going forward towards Mania. True. At that point. Because you can have... You can have, you know, Shayna pick whoever she wants to challenge, which will probably be Becky. Mm-hmm. And that still leaves Ronda open to move on over to SmackDown and challenge Charlotte at that point. That's true. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, so they throw Ronda in the Elimination Chamber, and she does what Shayna did in the Elimination Chamber a couple of years back, and yep. just wipes everyone out on her way to you know, on her way to a title match, and it, it is what it is. Yeah. So. That being said, we know Mickey I mean, James is coming back. Now, any uh, any others that you wanna you wanna try and uh, do they bring anybody else in from Impact as, or is from, it just... from what I actually read? I believe last night before I went to sleep, um, two names actually were reported. Please tell me one's Rosemary. No. Damn it. We know, we know, we know how much you love Rosemary. I understand. Um, but they were actually um, Cameron, one half of the Funkadactyls. <laughs> yep, I was. Wondering. Isn't that? The isn't other that? One was hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Take a step back for Cameron for a second. Yeah, is this the same woman that tried to pin somebody while they were face down at one point? Yes. All that right, one. that one. Oh, that's wow. And now, the, so, now the second one, Melina. All right, I could do that. Yeah, that one's fine. 
I can, I can get down with that one. Now, I don't Why know not? if it's uh, legitimate because, I Let's mean, make sure we keep her in saw, tights, though. Uh huh. Let's just make sure we keep her in pants because we've had some slips with her before and we don't need that to happen again. No, no, um, no. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the men's here. Yeah, let's go over at the men's side real I quick. I heard a rumor. Ooh, yeah, you, you want to hear this one real quick? Of course. Uh, I caught a rumor that a certain someone mm-hmm. that is past his date already, mm. but we've heard nothing about, mm-hmm. maybe holding out because they want to gauge they want to gauge the surprise and the pop he gets when his music hits. Mm. Uh, I heard Keith Lee. <laughs> I know that was my response too, and it get took everything. It took everything I had, Zach, to get that out without laughing the whole time. No, Damn. no, 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 no way, not no, gonna happen. No, 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 not gonna Hell happen. No. Hell you no. Know, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, I'm pulling it out. Nope. You know where I want to see Keith Lee at? No, anywhere but WWE. We know he's probably going to end up on AEW, in AEW. I'd right. rather see him in MLW though. That would be nice. They got a they got a decent they got a decent couple of big men down there that he could work with. I mean, might, uh, be, might not be a bad idea. I mean, I, I believe there's a uh, a certain MLW World Champion I'd love to see him face. Uh, there's a certain former MLW champion that I'd love to see a match with Keith Lee against. Talk about Jacob Fatu. I am. Oh, that man! You but, got crew, but, you got mad. In terms Kruger. of Keith Lee being in the Rumble, nah. I mean, honestly, oh, hey, 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 hey. not gonna happen. Okay, sorry about that. Not gonna happen. Anyway, I mean, this is this is basically how I feel about it. Hey, yo. So before the, we pick, before we picked our Rumble winner for the men's side, Zach, can we can we do something real quick? Can I play a song real quick? Go for it. Because this is how I feel about Keith Lee, honestly. Ain't no fucking way you're going to have Keith Lee in the goddamn Rumble. Get it out of here. Nah. Bullshit. Hey, I've heard it. I heard Kurt wishful, Angle, too. Wishful to, yeah, I've heard he's in St. Louis this weekend. Too, yeah, yeah. So. Mm. yeah, get out of here with that. Anywho, right, you so were saying, sir, I'm sorry to interrupt. Let's do this real quick. Let's do a quick rundown here. Are we, you got the card up? I got it. Edge and Beth. Are we, are against... we, so we're, we're doing full-on predictions for this shit, yep. right? Let's do it. All right. Edge so, ladies and, and gentlemen, Beth. before – you know, this is prediction time. This is where I usually fuck up royally every year for as long as I've been doing this shit. I maybe have gotten three of them right. Two women's, one men's, and they were both fucking easy as shit. This year, I got – I don't fucking know yet. Nick, start us off. Ah. Uh... Tell me now. now, now Let's do this card. What do you? How you feel about it? It's terrible. It is terrible. It's terrible. Sucks. So here we go. We got Edge and Beth versus Miz and Maurice. Why? I I I don't know. I got Edge and Beth. I got Edge and Beth. This this match is gonna suck. I got Becky and Dewdrop. Uh, Becky's winning. Let's let's not even kid ourselves. Why why are we even making this so predictable? Brock and Lashley. This is what this is. This is what we want to talk about. Real quick. Uh, there's Just no talk. Look. We 
can talk for a little bit about it. It's going to be you a, know you want to. It's you know you a, want yeah, to. No. no. Ew. I've never wanted to see this match. I never. actually wanted to see this match. Not at the Royal Rumble, though. Maybe 10 years ago. Whoa, wait. Easy, Tiger. Brock and Bobby Lashley would have intrigued me 10 years ago. Not anymore. I, I have a certain match that I got on an article I'm putting out very soon. And I, I think you'll be intrigued by how I actually booked it. Okay. Coming out soon. Way too early WrestleMania card, I promise you. But um, I have, uh, I mean, of all things, I just want Brock to retain. I don't well, see Bobby Lashley winning this. That's what's happening. Brock's retaining. Like, there's, like how are you going to tell me? You know, looking at this matchup, like, it, I mean, yes, you, I mean, 10 years ago, I would have been just as hyped as I am for this because it's something that we haven't seen before. And that's sometimes a really cool thing when you see something for the first time ever. Not to take from WWE jargon, but it's right. nice to see. It's nice to see. But Brock has to retain. Brock, there's no fucking way to look at it. Brock must retain over Lashley. Yep. All right, so then our final, <laughs> our, our final regular match, and this is gonna, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason, uh-huh. uh, is gonna be Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. How do you feel about this match? That's opening the show, I think. First off, you think so? Yep, and I'll tell you why. Because Seth is winning, and Roman is winning the Royal Rumble. Ah, uh, here we go. Yep. Explain yourself to the people. Um, because they don't have enough people again. They need to throw some others in there. So, mm-hmm. what better way to do that than, well, Roman loses. And I think because there's still unfinished business there, mm-hmm. Brock factors into the loss. Mm. Explain. Elaborate. I. Because there's unfinished business with Roman and Brock. Brock, mm. either either Paul Heyman comes out and interrupts somehow, some way. That would be some fuck shit. Or Brock steps out onto the, onto the stage long enough for Seth to hit something and roll Roman up real quick and get a cheap win. Which means Roman now gets to enter the Rumble. And guess what we get at Mania? Of course. We get Brock versus Roman. I mean, all I mean, here's here's why they've wanted it. This is the match they've been pushing for, anyways. I mean, obviously, so fuck it. Obviously, we know that. Fuck it. Why not screw up one of your best pay per views of the year just for hubris? I'm doing. I'm. I'm gonna do you one better. I'm gonna do you one better. Ah shit. Yep, I'm doing it. I'm. I'm. This and this has been. Now, mind you, we we talked about this off air. We 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 chopped it up, broke broke a little bread. We talked about this match, and now I now you're the way you see it is pretty solid. If it happened, I would laugh my ass off because that would just make all the sense in wait, the world. Wait, wait, we both are in agreement as to Brock versus Roman at Mania. We're basically, hey. we're basically on the same page with that, right? So wait, whoa, 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 hold on, take a step back though. That's a you said if it happens, no, 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 it's when when it happens, Zach. I have to build suspense up somehow. And y'all can and y'all can go ahead and, and motherfuck me on Twitter if you want. <laughs> At name on the marquee, go ahead, do it. Because it's gonna happen. I mean, this we already know it's gonna happen. It's an inevitability. I mean, all roads lead to Brock versus Roman. We've known this. Yep. For 
shit. I'll probably say at least this summer we've known this. Yep. But here's here's why I think Roman's gonna win. All right. Because, you know, if, if there's one thing I know WWE anything is <laughs> I think they're dumb enough to pull I think they're stupid enough. I think they're stupid enough to have Brock Roman titles on the line. I think they're that stupid. You think this could be a unification match? I somehow. I have been on this kick since literally late November. That WWE is stupid enough to actually have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, Universal and WWE titles on the line. Winner take all. Winner take all. Now, we've talked about this off air, and I'll bring in, I'll bring a little bit into the poll here. You know, because, I mean, USA Network has, you know, Raw in their own champion. Then you have Fox, who has their own champion in Roman right now. But I still think for some odd reason, and maybe because I haven't really eaten much uh, this past week, I don't know, who knows, that they're dumb enough to actually have Lesnar Reigns. They're going to have Lesnar Reigns regardless. We know this. But I think they're that dumb and Vince is that stupid to put both titles on the line with Lesnar versus Reigns. I think they're that stupid. Mm. I know it's it's a very hard pitch to do. It's a very hard pitch. If Rollins Fuck. takes if Rollins takes the title tonight, I won't be mad. I promise you on everything I, on everything I love, I won't be mad. Because then, you know, it's Rollins, Rollins gets the championship, he moves over to SmackDown, which is pretty nice. Um you get a, le- a little bit of opportunity there to do some uh, new shit, but I just think for some reason in this head of mine, this this awkward head of mine, that they're 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 gonna have Lesnar Reigns both titles on the line. By the way, hmm. is there still unfinished business with Rollins and Cesaro? Possible, because I I don't think they had a third match. I think they only had one each. That I know of, yeah. Possible, yeah. They're they're tied one one. But I don't think they're gonna do. They I don't think they're gonna pull that trigger. You could you could get that again, which I would love to see that because they had two. That was a, that was a, that was probably one of the best matches that WrestleMania had last year. They had two hella good matches with those two. Very good. I mean that. I mean the one at WrestleMania was a straight up banger. That yes, was absolutely that was fantastic. And Cesaro getting the win was a bit of a shock. I mean, I was actually pulling. I I actually picked Cesaro to beat Rollins last year. Not gonna. I did too. I, I mean, because it was it was just right there. You couldn't fuck. Yeah, you couldn't fuck that one. Up. They could. They could have, but thank goodness they, they didn't. have in the past. We know, we know, we know. I mean, honestly, I mean, with with Re- Reigns Rollins is going to be the most intriguing matchup of the night. Yes, because everything else seems predictable in terms of the undercard to the Rumble matches. Where that goes, yeah. So yeah, when we're because... looking at the let me let me I've got the list right here in front of me. Okay, I got I, for the uh, men's Rumble. Yep. Okay, go so ahead. I got we've got Dawkins Ford. Both Mysterios, Austin Cute. Theory, Sheamus, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Corbin and Moss, Bon-yon. Sammy Kofi, Kevin, Amos, Randy, Riddle, Gable, Otis, Ziggler, Rude. That's only 20 guys. This rumble sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. There's 22. This rumble um, sucks. Let me go ahead and give you the 22nd guy. Uh-huh. Johnny Knoxville. 
Oh yeah, we Why? forgot about that. Why? This rumble sucks. Yeah. Like looking at who I, I mean, I mean, excuse me. I mean, look at the We're talent. gonna get. I mean, um, I'm cool with Styles. I'm yep. cool with Big E. I'm cool with Theory. Um, Kofi in there, he's gonna have a spot. We know that. That's pretty much like easy. Yeah. Owens is gonna do some funny shit. I mean, the only thing I want to see, the big thing I want to see in this match is Orton turning on Riddle. That's going to happen. RKO, middle of the ring, eliminate Riddle, start that lead up to WrestleMania match. I need that shit, Vince. Don't fuck with me. And since they I, don't have the titles anymore, it's easy to do it. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're still doing that stupid shit with freaking Gable and uh, Otis with the spelling bee and all that bullshit. Uh, does anybody does anybody really believe that Otis could spell his name if it wasn't stenciled on the back of his shirt? I didn't even see the segment, so whatever happened, I really don't care. I, I can't. I shouldn't bag on the guy. Everything I've seen, I follow. I follow him on social media. He's oh, a you? hell. Yeah, he's a he's got some some hella good workout videos and that's cool. Like the dude puts some work in. I mean, he's. See, I like know, Otis too. That's the funny part. I like Otis, and he's a hell of a wrestler. He really is he's a hell of an go. amateur like, guy. I mean, I mean, so, if, if y'all didn't see the post with uh, Chad Gable and um, Otis with uh, when they after they won the championships, like Gable and Otis are very, very good friends. Yes, they are very solid friends. They're the Minnesota guys, both Olympians actually, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, no. Oh wait, no, no, no. Chad Gable's the Olympian. I think Otis was just training with Olympians. Yes, he just trains with those guys. Um, mm-hmm. he puts in the work, man. So we're 22 people in out of 30. Right. Yep. Um, are we sure that Montez Ford can go? He's injured, right? That's what I've heard. Mm. But he's been an, I mean, he was announced back on January 3rd though. So we've been waiting to see, maybe he's not in there. So maybe we are down to 21, which means we need nine people to fill this out now. Like I said, like I said, you could still get Reigns in there. That would be so awkward. You're going to get a pop when you see... <sighs> I'm trying to think who... I mean, here's... You know what the rumor... The one rumor I heard was hilarious? Omos winning the Rumble. I've heard that too, but... Um, um, you, know what, you know a name that... You know a guy that's been talking a lot lately? Oh. Uh. And has had WWE's name in his mouth quite a bit. Hmm. But that's it's it, he's a Mexican treasure. Stop it. Ah you don't even I don't even need to say anything else. Stop it. Hold on. Keep going. I'm 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 leading it up. Keep going. He he busy I mean I'm sure he's busy stabbing people in front of Sizzlers or wherever the fuck that was. <laughs> but, um, I mean, does it go to something like this? Hold on, I'm pulling. It. I'm pulling it up. You pulling it up? I'm pulling. Of course, I'm pulling it up. What you got for me? Jesus Christ! Like <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, K. YouTube. Honestly, Technical like I get you. Difficulties <laughs> all around today. Um, I, Mr. Mr. Del Rio. Oh my God. Uh, he's had a lot to say about WWE lately, and it's been good things this time, which leads me to believe he's trying to get back in their good graces again. Bullshit. He could pop in there. 
he can go fuck off for all I care. There's guys that I would love to see pop in. Um, who, who would you want to see pop in, honestly? I would love... I would love to see... I, and I know it's never going to happen, and they're not going to use him right, even if he does. Right. Uh, PCO would be a fun one to see pop in there. PCO would be fun. I've hey. heard Moose... He's way up. That's the other one that I was about to say. I've heard Moose could come over. Moose would, yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You ain't getting, you're not going to get the Impact World Champion on your team. (laughs) You, they wish, they wish they could. Yeah, I, it is. I mean, you wish they could. I know. That was, that's hilarious. But that wasn't even expected. That was just my ringer going off. <laughs> uh, so Possibly this. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's not going to happen, though. I would love to see it. I'm waiting that, for There's it. no fucking way they're going to have Cody Rhodes in there. So just leave it alone. Yeah, Cody's not going to be there. Cody's not showing um, up. It'll be hilarious if he did. So we're looking at so even at the twenty-two right now in the men's. I mean, though there are there, wait. I do. There is we're gonna have Braun Breaker, Braun Breaker, and Walter. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, we're not going Gunther. fucking Gunther on this show. We're not. He Walter, Walter, Braun Breaker. Uh, I've heard that they may bring up. Uh, what's the big the big dude? Um, what about Pete? Uh. Well, Pete Dunn would be a fun one. Tommaso would be a fun one. L.A. They're not. Yeah, L.A. would be a good one, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna do anything. So uh. it's kind of a waste. I here's the thing: is you might end up with Braun Breaker being in there towards the last like six people. That's gonna be Austin Theory, by the way. He's in the final four. I'm telling you right now. You think Austin Theory is final four? Yup. You know why? Vince Vincent him. Kennedy McMahon said so. That's why. <laughs> there's, um, literally, there's literally been reports on Austin Theory having a really big push in this year's Rumble. Okay. So I would be I would not be surprised if Austin Theory is in your final four this year. Look, I don't hate it. I don't love it either. I'm not mad at it. I just kind of right. figured he was going to so, be the guy. Here's another one for you. Uh, what was the oh, – God, he came up for a minute on SmackDown – uh, it was working as like a like a like, you know like like the muscle. Um, why can't I think of the kid's name now? Rich? Not Rich. Well, Rich Holland isn't in there either, but he could. Be. I would love to see him in there. Um, no, the big blonde kid that on the first night of NXT 2.0 took Kyle O'Reilly's spot in the championship. Oh, match. oh, Von Wagner. Thank you. Stop it. Would it surprise you? No, nothing surprises me. Josh Briggs could make it up too. He was just in weren't these wasn't he just in the tournament? Just because what do they like? They like big guys. Big sweaty um, men. So or as my, or my buddy King Ricky Rose, they would say meat slapping majesty. Jesus Christ. Shout out to King Ricky one time for the one time. Um but yeah, no, it's one of those things where there's a lot going on there that could that could happen. There's a lot of people down there in NXT now that they could bring up just because Vince likes to get a good look at these guys against the main roster. 
That's true. I mean, that's been, so, a, that's been a theme for years. So you're going to see Yvonne Wagner come up there, and you're going to see you're going to see Josh Briggs. Uh, what's Briggs' partner's name? That's how. Jensen. Yeah. Uh, another big boy you could see him come up to. You think the Creed brothers might be in that? No. Nah? Nah, too soon with them. Ah! I mean... You know... Those famous did, last words right there. Yeah, so they did get rid of... They did get rid of one member of the Diamond Mine. They got, oh, well, I believe that was uh, Hideki Suzuki. Yep. Hachiman. Uh, yep, Hachiman's gone. Um, I don't think Roddy's got long left. Roddy's not going to be in the Rumble. Don't expect that. Which is, I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Roddy's got long left. Nope. So at this point, this might be a way to get them up and take a look at them against the main roster guys. I'm telling you, if the Creed brothers they, show up there, I'm going to laugh my ass off. How they stack up. Yep. There's a lot of things you could see. I mean, you could see, we could get a surprise. You mentioned a tag team earlier. I did. You did mention a tag team earlier. And My they brain don't said, go that far. And they have said things out loud since the uh, the first of the year. Mm-hmm. And they did just drop some titles in another uh, in another organization. Does it, does it go a little something like "Reach for the sky, boy"? It does. You think you the? Could... I mean, the Briscoes in the Rumble would be nutty. You could see that happen. Why? Just bring Nick because... Gage over too. Can we do that? God, please no. <laughs> I had to. I just say it to piss you off. Please don't. They they ain't going. They they will never let Nick Gage in WWE. Vince McMahon would never. Look, AEW no. took the chance, and it, I mean, it went. It, it, it went. did what it needed to do. Yep. It, it did, did what it needed, needed to do. To I'm do. not gonna front that. You, but, I know. I think you had like a kind of disdain for it, but I did. I, because because I saw what could go wrong there. And we thought everything could go wrong. Everything could have gone wrong on that. Surprisingly, it didn't. It didn't. He was, hey, look, you know, you see the things with the guy and you, you wonder about the professionalism. Yeah. That's always going to be a, a worry with it, with that guy. That's true. I mean... I mean, would I want to see him in the Rumble? No, not even close. No, because I, I don't. Every time I see a man with a pizza cutter, I get scared. Yeah, it just worries I, me a little bit. If you're not cutting after, pizza, then what are you doing with it? You know. I mean, you got a guy that was told not ten minutes earlier, "Hey, nothing in the face," and what's he do? He goes out there and he starts trying to stab David Arquette in the forehead. Uh, we don't talk about that. We try and to keep the gory shit to the movies, right? And I'm just like, <laughs> but see, dude, but. but I don't know, but just look, I, like looking at this rumble, like is this like one of the worst you have seen in your lifetime since you've yes. been watching professional wrestling? Yes. This sucks. There are really no big names in that rumble match this year. Like I can't honestly give you a final four. I can't. Austin Theory. Austin, besides Austin Theory, I can't. But the other, look at the other three spots I could put in there. I've got. I mean, Styles, Styles, maybe Priest, got, maybe. Styles, Priest, Orton, Theory. No, I'm not putting Orton in the final four. Not could doing. be your final four. I'm not now, putting Orton in the final four. Hey, you just said he turns on Riddle. 
maybe they they work together all that way until he gets to that point, and then it, I mean, if you're gonna work it like that, yeah, but but then it's within who wins at that point, or exactly. Well, or is that your final four? But number uh, you're, here's, you're, here's who, okay. Your final I think I, I, think I have my four. I think I, can, I think I can give you my four. Okay. None. It's not. It's not going to be anyone on SmackDown right now. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I don't think so. Theory, Priest, Styles, Biggie. That's my final four. Is that before or after Roman comes in? Oh man, you're killing me with that shit. I'm telling you, if Ro- if Reigns goes in that bitch, I'm just gonna like, like yeah, we're done. And if that's your main event, I can already turn it off. Because then it'd be a foregone conclusion. But I, if I the rumble say, match goes, if the rumble match goes anywhere on the card after the two the two men's title matches. Yeah, Reigns could yeah. That's gonna be the key. So that's the thing most people don't know. Like, see, that's the thing with the rumble, too. The 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 big thing is where the match placement, honestly. For a lot of people, it's just like, okay, it's whatever. You know, oh, they're going to put so-and-so on the... Okay, just to get it hot. With Royal Rumble placement, this is literally your puzzle to what they're going to do at WrestleMania. Right. What happens, by the way... Let me just throw this out there. Might as well. What happens if Big Bobby happens to win that match? I will laugh at my ass off. Does Brock get... I mean, at that point, if it's before the Rumble, do you drop Brock in the Rumble? Okay. Here's the here now now we're playing scenarios like it's playoffs and I love it. So now let's 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 say Lashley beats Lesnar, right? There's no open spots. There's, All spots are filled. What ha- at that point? Well, that's how Johnny Knoxville doesn't make it into the Rumble. True. He's a name to get some eyes on the product, but then Brock just wipes him out and takes his spot and goes on. Oh, and wins. that would actually be brilliant. But the same could be said for Roman Reigns as well. Roman could uh, could lose his match right before that. And Man, then, you're really, you're really, you're really somewhat having me starting to lean over to Rollins. I'm telling. I mean, you see it though. You this is see this is why happen. I hate him at the same time, and we don't keep him on the show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it because now you're starting. To play with scenarios, right? And you have everything. Like, there's so many pieces to a Royal Rumble. Connor, Connor McGregor likes to call himself Mystic Mac. Well, I'm Mystic Nick. <laughs> Just don't have a crystal ball, right? I think I think the the misses might not like that a, uh, a little bit too much. Why are you talking about my balls? Um, depends on which ones you're talking about. <laughs> uh, anyway, but here's the, uh, but here's that scenario. So Lashley beats Lesnar, right? We get Johnny Knoxville out. If that happens, yeah, either either man, Roman or Brock. If that happens, yeah, they're winning the they're winning the Rumble. If if either one of those guys loses their title match before the Rumble, don't expect to see Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble match. Mm. Johnny Knoxville gets wiped out, or there's got to be somebody else in there you could wipe out. There's oh, so you know, many scenarios. I mean, Sammy hey, you know Zane could be one. You know who's not on that list that I didn't see? Huh. Titus. I don't think he's doing shit. Titus could still. He could be the up, ball guy. End up in. Yeah. See, that's the other way you could do that. Is a guy like uh, Titus could be the guy that as he's coming out, he gets just 
decimated by either Reigns or Lesnar, loses his spot. Well, at least at least we won't see Titus running underneath the ring again. Rolling into rolling into Mania here. Uh huh. They like to they like to bring Titus out because well, Titus is a good guy from everything I've heard. He is a great guy. He does a lot of charity work and things like that. Yep. So getting coming around Mania season, maybe you bring him out. You know, you you have him you have him you know talk about how he never actually lost the Rumble. Making moves, making moves, making million dollar moves. And then you'd let you let Reigns, you let Lesnar kind of wipe him out a little bit. And then mm. uh, then you got eyes, you know, you, you got his name in people's mouths again, leading into Mania because Just he's in a gonna, different manner. Because he's gonna do something with you know, like the, the uh, he's probably gonna they're probably gonna have him working with the Warrior Award again. Yeah. They're gonna have him doing something. We, you know, with Connor's Cure, all their yeah, little course, charities obviously. they work with around Mania, but yeah. it's a way it's a way to get Titus's name in people's mouths again, leading into Quick that. Bait, you know, all the fun shit, right? And it is what it is, and I'm fine with it, Zach. There's some I'm I mean, fine that's the crazy, it. but that's here's the what I'm scenario not too, fine because with. here's what I'm I mean, not fine I, with. here's here's let me pose a question to you real quick. Do it. Do you would you look into your crystal ball real quick? Would you? Is there a possibility, inkling, um? Now, mind you, this man's the betting favorite to win the Rumble. Could you see, possibly see Big E winning it? If you had to give a percentage. 18%. That's that's, a, that's actually quite generous of you, honestly. Uh, and I've got about a 35% for Brock and a 35% for Roman. Let me see, because I'll pull up the clear, I'll pull up the current betting odds for the Rumble real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, or here's another scenario for you. What if both of them retain mm-hmm. and then both of them decide that they're going to put themselves in the rumble so they can have a nice easy night off at mania <laughs> and somehow we end up with the, we, we end up with the Shawn Michaels, British Bulldog, both men, both men hit the ground at the same time. And hmm. that's how we end up with your theory of we're going to get a Brock versus Roman title versus title match. What, both men in the – you're going to see both men in the match? Both men hit the Rumble, and they eliminate each other at the same time. Oh, my Lord. We get the old-school finish where both guys hit the floor. I would laugh both, so hard. You can't – so now who's the winner? Well, they both win because they both eliminated each other. If that, oh my god, if that happens, bro, oh, oh my god, Twitter would explode. Yes, it will. It'll be funny to watch, and at the same time, I'm going to need to get into a, a fallout shelter. I'm not. I'm gonna, I want to see the I want to see the shit burn. You want to watch shit burn? Dude, come on now. You know me well enough. Zach's over hey, there if, lighting. If Terrell, if Zach's Terrell over there lighting. One thing in life that's get your popcorn ready. <laughs> Honestly, I've been prepared so for this for years. Anyway. I mean, I mean, so looking at, I'm over on uh, actionnetwork.com. I don't know why. This is the one I can find the most like, convenient. Um, Brock Lesnar is now the, is the now the betting odds favorite. Plus 225. AJ Styles jumps up to two, plus 250. Big E, plus 350. I don't know why they still have Drew McIntyre at plus 1,000. He's injured. 
Yeah, I was going to say, McIntyre's not even in the match. Mac- they got The Rock at plus 1,800. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second, though. How injured is Drew? Um, I think it's a neck injury. Is it legit or is yes, it kayfabe? it's legit. Or is this one of those things where they're keeping it? If they, oh, my God, I don't need, uh, not that swerve shit. It could happen, Zach, and you know it could. I now know, that I've said it out so loud, sh- now that then, I've said it out loud, you've got it. You, you, yeah, you've you've done it before. Like, hey, you know what? I'm here to wreck your birthday. You're never here to wreck my birthday. I'm happy as shit. Uh, we're just a few I'm, hours away, Zach. I, I'm a, I'm the happiest man on earth right now. If we're being we are, dead serious, we are just a few hours away from this thing taking taking a hold of us. So and now we we haven't gotten to the one on we haven't gotten to that one question real quick. Roller coaster that we're about to get on. Who's okay? Who Nick? Nick, Mister Nick, Mister Nick, doing yourself, my dude. Who is winning the men's Royal Rumble? I'm <laughs> gonna go. I well, and I've, I all right. Let's lay this out. Uh-huh. Brock loses his title. It's Brock. Roman loses his title, it's Roman. If neither right. one of them lose, then it's both of them that win the Rumble and lose the Rumble. I'm, I'm putting it like this. Like, let, let, it's, let's... My, it's my double elimination theory. And, so you're thinking no one. Uh, and Well, yeah, I think we don't have a winner, and those two just face off against each other, like you had said. Because that's always been in the back of my head that that could be the way it goes down. Ever since Brock laid it out, dude, it's just like, it makes the most sense to me. Right. It makes the most sense. So, yeah. Now, anyway. Okay. Now, say, now, taking now taking those taking those scenarios out and just looking at the Rumble itself, who, who do you think would win? <sighs> taking those scenarios out? Take all, we're, we're just going strictly Rumble, 30 men come in, one man leaves. Ah, uh, that which is a very innuendo scenario. We none of us want to deal with right now. But but that, 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 there's anything wrong with that? Because there's nobody. I mean, it's I, Big E has got to be the odds-on favorite. Then he would he is he would be technically odds-on favorite. It's got to be Big E then at that point. Mm. If no, if nothing else happens, there's no big there's no big return. There's no big no signing, nonsense, no, no BS. We're going strictly wrong. E. I mean, there's going to be nonsense, but like not right. within the realm of like the way we're talking about it. Right it's now. Big E. Okay. It, it, it's Biggie. He wins mm-hmm. it, hands down, no problem. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna say some weird shit, and I, 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 I know that a lot of people will probably be looking at me like I'm a big straight up idiot, and I honestly don't give a fuck. <laughs> at Wild Perspective on Twitter, if you want to holler at me about that, we can talk about that. I don't think Biggie's winning it. Who you got? I got. <laughs> um, now the, the, a little while back, Mister Mister Nick, I, I sent you an article, a particular article. On who I believe could be the one to take out Roman. Do, do you, you remember going, such an article? You going Gunther? I'm not going Gunther. Fuck Gunther. I'm going Walter. I'm going to tell you why. I would love to see that, and you know that. I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to break it down for you goons who, who think, oh, you know. Um, I'm going to nobody... let you tell everybody all of this. Uh-huh. I'm going to split because I got a few things I got to get done before this monstrosity starts tonight. Okay. Um. Real Zach, quick though, before you head out, before you head out, who you, who's winning the who's winning the women's? Uh, gun to my head. Gun to your head. Rhonda. Okay. 
As much as I want it to be Rhea Ripley, it's going to be Ronda. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to find we, we might have to find another way around that to get back to that point right. where we see where we see Rhea get her her revenge on Charlotte, which mm-hmm. I still don't think can happen. Right. I don't think I think Charlotte's too afraid to let that happen. Yeah, because she realizes that she's in danger of losing that spot and losing that spot quickly. All right. So Zach, always fun. Nick, pleasure, man. Seriously, thank you, man. Well, for stopping uh, by. I'll I'll be talking at you through the rest of the night, though, as this is all going down. Oh with a couple God, of this I is going to be so. this is going to be a brain dead, beautiful situation we're going to be in, uh, taking on tonight. I I might have to pull that dumpster fire emoji out again. You better be ready to have it. I got it. All I, right, I man. better see you on Twitter tonight if it happens. We'll see you tonight. We'll see you tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with episode 319 of the YLP podcast. Of course, I'd like to thank my buddy Nick Doolin uh, for uh, coming in and talking a little, talking a little, you know, a little yak with the boy, you know, getting everything set up for the Royal Rumble. Um, hope you enjoyed the segment. I mean, when it comes to Royal Rumble, he and I are like on the same page. We know there's going to be some wild shit going down. We know there's going to be a lot of stuff um, taking place tonight so i mean that is why we break it down the way we break it down um and i'm gonna say one thing being straight up um i love nick's theory on possibly having both reigns and lesnar in the rumble and both men and like leaving out of the ring at the same time feet hitting the ground um all that stuff so it is literally a beautiful thing to see i'm not gonna front i mean is that, that would be absolutely just hilarious to see um take place with all of that and i would honestly just be beyond i would be beyond myself i would be beside myself and i would i would just be on the floor if this actually happens tonight that would would be the wildest thing but as he said um if he's going straight up he did say big e would win the rumble and uh as he said before he does have ronda winning the rumble this year so now it is my turn. Um, as I said before, the end of the segment, um, I have Walter winning the Men's Royal Rumble this year, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to explain it all fully, okay? And I'm going to go over my uh, Royal Rumble picks again with you guys uh, when we get when we get a little bit later into the segment. But before I do that, um, just so you guys know, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or opinions on today's episode. Um, let me know how you felt about this year's Royal Rumble match. Uh, you can send me an email over at younglionsperspective at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Twitter at YLPerspective, over on Instagram at young underscore lions underscore perspective, and go over on Facebook, search for Young Lions Perspective Podcast. You can hit me up with comments over there as well. So I have Walter winning this year's Rumble, and I'm going to tell you why. For those of y'all who, if you didn't check out my article over on, um, written in war.wordpress.com a you should be i've got another article coming out very soon of my way too early wrestlemania card i explained why i believe Walter was the man to beat roman it's a matchup we've never seen before okay i think personally in the lead up to wrestlemania excuse me 
I think this could be a beautiful matchup with a guy, the name value of Volter, who has known the world over, who was a literal god on NXT UK. And anytime he stepped in NXT, he's had bangers. Go back to seeing the Undisputed Era versus Imperium if you want to get an example of what I'm talking about. The man is a beast. The man is he's a big dude. He's marketable. Again, he has name value the world over. I think the booking of Walter versus Roman in the lead up to WrestleMania would be beautiful because at some point you have leading you'll be leading up Imperium versus the Bloodline. Walter, Eichner, Bartel against Roman and the Usos. Leading up to that, leading up to some point in that feud. This, the one thing that WWE really hasn't had in a while, unless you're in NXT, was faction warfare. You're, you can literally set up Imperium versus the Bloodline to go possibly an entire year, or at least a good portion of this year's, of this year. And I'm, I'm being serious here. Like this is that one situation that WWE can A, give us a situation that makes sense, give us a winner that makes sense, and give us someone that no one would expect. Volter is that guy no one would, you know, expect. They respect Volter, but they wouldn't expect Volter to win the Rumble. I've been saying this, I've been honestly keeping it to myself for months. Volter's the only man believable enough to beat Roman Reigns. If Drew McIntyre wins and faces Roman, I don't believe McIntyre will win it. If, say, Rollins loses tonight and Rollins starts to win the Rumble again and does that, he's not believable enough to me. And plus, given the fact that Rollins, honestly, is just there to fill a spot because SmackDown really has no one for Roman to face now. Okay? You know, you look at any person on the, like, Big E, they already had that match. And Roman decimated Big E. Depending on who you ask, of course. But for me, personally, Volter is the one man, if, they, if he actually is in the Rumble, that is the most believable enough to beat Roman. And it's believable enough that big, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar can still do it. But for me personally, the only way we don't, I mean, yes, Roman, Le I mean, Roman Lesnar is going to be the matchup. But if somehow Volter wins it, that breaks a whole lot into it. Because then think about it. Volter can choose between Lesnar and Reigns. Volter vs. Lesnar kicks ass. Volter vs. Roman kicks ass. When was the last time you actually had someone win the Royal Rumble and it was believable enough that he could face both men? It would be a marquee matchup nonetheless. Seriously. Seriously. When was the last time you looked at a Royal Rumble winner and said he could face either man at Mania? And I believe it. Because Drew McIntyre doesn't have that look. Rollins, maybe. Owens, no. Big E, absolutely not. Let's be. Let's do something different this year. Let's do something different this year. Let's do someone you wouldn't expect. And that person, that's why I'm saying Volter this year is winning the Royal Rumble. 
Whether you like it or not, I don't care. Because honestly, I mean, this is this is like this is the one time time of year where it's the world of WrestleMania. You're gonna see a lot of swerves and curves and all this stuff along the way. Let's throw up a monkey wrench in that bitch one time and let's see what happens. Let's have WWE really start using their brands creatively. I've already done it from my early, way too early WrestleMania card. I've done Roman versus Volter. And when that comes out and you check that out, I guarantee you that booking, you will love. Not because I wrote it. It was because I actually respected what the match could be and how would you lead to that match. I'm picking Volter to win the Rumble. Will he probably win? No. He won't win. I know he won't win. But I'm telling you, if Volter did win, then he can start getting at some ideas and thinking, yo, this guy could do it. Now, as I said earlier, I did pick Becky Lynch to retain. I picked Edge and Beth Phoenix to defeat the Miz and Maurice, even though that match is absolutely dreadful. I picked Roman to retain the Universal Championship over Seth freaking Rollins. And I picked Brock Lesnar to retain the championship over Bobby Lashley. I picked Walter to win the Wins Royal Rumble match. And now it is the Women's Royal Rumble match that I am going to choose. And we talked about it at length, but I didn't pick a winner. Uh, if you heard it, Nick Doolin did say uh, he is picking Ronda to win the Royal Rumble. I'll give you two options, but this is how I see it playing out. Follow me on this journey, if you will. Now, if Ronda doesn't show up, right? If Ronda doesn't show up tonight, and like Nick said, coming out at number 30, bad reputation, Joan Jett, crowd goes nuts, she's winning the rubble. If she shows up, she's winning. But let's say Ronda doesn't show up. Anybody, what do you think Ronda wouldn't show up for? Just been all over the paper, in the news, all that stuff. Calm down. Let's just take Ronda out of the equation for a hot minute. Looking up and down this list, honestly, this Rumble sucks too. Both Rumbles suck this year. I'm gonna, I will put it on wax and say it. Both Rumbles look like straight hot garbage. Hot basuda. Hot garbage. It looks like garbage. I'm not a fan of it. Because, like, I mean, they've done really nothing to, A, get you hyped up for WrestleMania. They've done nothing. They've done absolutely nothing to get you hyped up for Mania. None whatsoever. And it's a sad state of affairs that it is. And I'm being dead serious. It's, it's a sad state of affairs that I would see this come to fruition. But let's take Ronda out of the Rumble. Who believe, is believable enough to win it? I have two. And Nick said them before as well. Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. The only reason I would go with, Bi I would go with Bianca. Simple fact is that we have to conclude the story between Big Time Bex and Bianca Belair. We have to. I think it makes sense to end that feud the way it should have ended anyway. With Belair beating Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. It's the only story, big story that you honestly have left to conclude over on the Raw side of things. With Bianca becoming Raw Women's Champion for a second time, getting her revenge on Becky, 
And finally, ending that story once and for all, then we have WrestleMania Backlash, and no one really cares about that. It's just all rematches, and no one cares. But I think if Ronda's not in the Rumble, I'm going with Bianca Belair to repeat. I think it's the only way it makes sense. The only other person that is believable enough to win the Rumble is Ripley. Because Nick explained it earlier, Ripley can go over to SmackDown, challenge Charlotte for the Women's Championship, and get revenge on the match that she had over back a couple of, like, year or so ago in WrestleMania. But that was WrestleMania 36. When she lost the NXT Women's Championship to her on some bullshit. So that would be a way for Rhea to get revenge on Charlotte. So you have two possible stories right there. But um, I think I'm going to err on the side of smart and dumb at the same time because WWE literally doesn't know what the hell they're doing. I'm going to pick Ronda Rousey. I am going to pick Ronda Rousey to win the Royal Rumble because I mean you're not gonna re- you're not gonna put these reports out. You're not gonna have the plans for Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania saying she's scheduled for WrestleMania. You know, like you're not gonna have plans for her and not put her in the Royal Rumble match. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's crazy to me that. You know, we're in this position with the Women's Royal Rumble. I mean, I'm being dead serious. For the simple fact that... when you, As I said in the last segment, when you look at the divisions themselves, and you look at the way WWE creatively has been just... going about things with the women's division... We know big time, big time Betts is one of their their top stars in the of the women. Same thing with Charlotte. Same thing with Charlotte. But here, but my thing is just like, there's it's it's going to get to a point where you have no one for them to face, and this is why we're in the position we're in with Ronda. This is why we're in the position we are with Ronda because now the because of the fact that WWE basically has not done jack shit. With the women's division. This is the error of WWE. Again. 100%. This is all the error on WWE. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. How the women's division on. Raw and Smackdown. Has simply just been. Has simply just been. Just failed. Failed. You have failed both Becky and Charlotte. Creatively. Who, who is believable enough to beat Becky? No one. The only person left is Bianca. Maybe Rhea, but if you move over to SmackDown, it makes sense. Now you look over at the SmackDown side of things. Who's believable enough to beat Charlotte right now? Sasha's out with injury. Shotzi, no. Shayna, no. You know what? Excuse me. No one in either side is believable enough to beat Becky or Charlotte right now. If if Ronda doesn't show up, Bianca Belair is going to repeat. She'll be the first woman to repeat and win the Rumble two years in a row. If Ronda shows up, Ronda wins. No make no mistake about it. Ronda's going to win the Royal Rumble. I would hate. I mean, personally, I hate it. 
but you know, I get that it's a marquee matchup. I get that it's a you know a big match, a big thing. But you're doing it while also eradicating the remainder of your women's division. Seriously, you're doing it at the the with the knowing that the you're basically saying we do not know how to book the women's divisions properly. So in order to save our own asses, we're bringing Ronda Rousey back, and we're and she's gonna she's gonna make sure we you know we get a big name on the WrestleMania card for this year. That's how it's gonna go. It's sad. It's a sad state of affairs for the women's division. It really is. And I mean, I mean, I, I have no faith in in either Royal Rumble match. I have no faith that the Rumble matches are going to be good. I have no faith that, you know, there's going to be some, you know, you know, big, I mean, there's going to be, I'm sure a couple surprises where everybody's going to be like, ooh, ah, all that shit. But honestly, when you're looking at these cards, when you're looking at who's in it, when you're looking at up and down, they did nothing to build for it. They still don't do qualifying matches to actually have people earn their spot in the Rumble. We just got people declaring stuff. We got Johnny Knoxville, you know, just declaring with the Rumble so he can promote his movie and all that shit. You know, and involving with Zami Zayn, that's a boring storyline. Whatever. But if we're being brutally honest, both Rumble matches aren't that appealing to me. Because they've really done nothing to hype them up. Not much of anything. You know, we have to create the hype for ourselves. But why? Why do we need that? Why do I have to hype myself up for the Rumble? Like, come on. It's it's honestly, you know, it's it's. I'm not saying it's a tragedy, but looking up and down this card, it's not the best. It's not the best card in the world. I mean, yeah, you got Reigns Rollins. That's gonna be a good one. Lesnar Lashes should be decent. You know. Becky versus Dewdrop versus Piper Niven because we don't say Dewdrop on this show. Um, besides that part, you know that's going to be a four-hour conclusion, and then you know Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and Maurice. Just get it over with and give Edge and Beth the victory. Like it's it, that's how I feel about it. This is my this is the personally my favorite event of the year. Not because it's on my birthday. Not because you know whatever. It's my favorite. The unexpected. Is to be expected. You know? Crazy dope matches on the undercard. Championship matches that mean something. You know? A card worth watching and not being pissed off at. You get what I'm saying, y'all? And looking at all of it... I mean, this this is honestly... this. You know what this feels like? This feels like TakeOver San Antonio weekend all over again. That's how I feel about it. I mean, TakeOver San Antonio wasn't the best show, but it was still better than the Rumble. Even the TakeOvers after San Antonio. It's still better than, you know, what they got at the Rumble. I would have loved to see a TakeOver this year. A TakeOver in, what are they doing this year? In St. Louis. TakeOver St. Louis, that would have been dope. And I guarantee you, if Vince, if Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard weren't at the helm of NXT, we would have got a banger show at TakeOver on Friday. I would have been happy with it. That's how I feel. I feel like we need an NXT takeover to just beat the shit out of this Royal Rumble 
so I could actually feel okay with it. It's not, I mean, it's a solid birthday present for me, if we're being truthfully honest. But at the end of the day, this this Rumble ain't, ain't shaping up to be the best Royal Rumble I've ever seen. It isn't. It's a shame. It's sad. Because I would love to see this be better than what it is. But let's call a spade a spade. This card sucks. This card is terrible. I mean, the only intrigue on this is not the Royal Rumble matches themselves. It is, are Lesnar and Reigns going to retain their championships? Is Lesnar going to you know lose to Lashley? Is Rollins actually going to beat Roman? That, you know, when the intrigue is more on Lesnar and Roman retaining their championships or if they're not going to retain their championships, as opposed to speculating who's really going to win the Royal Rumble, you know, who could we see win that, who who's going to come back, you know, who's making an appearance, all that shit. They've done, they failed. They have failed miserably. Miserable. It is just absolute, it is the one card of the year you shouldn't be messing up. It's the one card of the year that I always look forward to. I'm kind of looking forward to it just to see the intrigue of are Reigns and Lesnar going to retain the titles. I'm not interested in who's winning the Rumble. Yeah, I'm picking Walter and I'm picking Ronda. But, you know, it's it's I'm doing it reluctantly as, you know, more so than I am enthusiastic and ecstatic about it. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. Royal Rumble has a special place in my heart. It really does. I've I've said this at length for over three years now as a podcaster with this. I love the Royal Rumble. It's always my favorite big four show of the year. And I feel disappointed. I feel like I'm getting cold for Christmas. I feel like I'm getting a a pair of, you know, I'll tell you a little story. Back in the day when, when it was Christmas, I would get, you know, my presents from my mom and all that stuff. But my grandmother would always give me the essentials, as she would call it. Underwear, socks, t-shirts, you know, the usual stuff. I would always expect it every year when I was a kid. I knew I was going to get socks, underwear, all that stuff. It's something to be ex- expected. Yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, it was, a, it was a clean pair of underwear, so straight. But, you know, when you expect something to come, you already know the outcome of said thing. You're just hoping for a little bit something different. You feel me? I was expecting this. I, I always expect the Royal Rumble to be the one of it's it's the first big four show of the calendar year. Not by WWE calendar where WrestleMania ends the year. My calendar year that starts in freaking January. If you're looking at the full calendar, Royal Rumble is your first big show of the year. This doesn't feel like a big four show to me. This feels like a B level show. I don't like having that feeling. I don't like having the feeling of just like, man, you know, okay, Royal Rumble, here we go. You know, I should, you should, you should feel, I should feel anticipation. You know, everybody's picking someone different for the Rumble. You know, some people have style, some people have Big E, some people are, you know, picking someone out of the freaking stratosphere. You know, we're picking Roman to win. We're picking Lesnar to win. We're picking, you know, Damian Priest to win. Somebody out there is going to pick Damian Priest. And it's not a bad choice, but the choice that's going to be done this year. I'd say that he's got another year or two before he wins a Rumble. But Damian Priest will win a Rumble, win a Rumble. English motherfucker, do you speak it? In your lifetime, he will win a Rumble. 
at some point. I have I say Priest can win a Rumble. If they keep booking him the way they're booking him right now, crowd likes him, very big fan favorite, I can see him pulling it off in the next couple of years or so. Next, like, two to four years, I could see Priest winning a Rumble, honestly. Um, Kevin Owens, I'm sure they're going to be picking for it. Somebody dumbass is going to pick Omos. Don't pick Omos. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. If you pick Omos to win the Rumble, Omos ain't winning the Rumble. But that's the thing, though. You should feel like that. I'm not feeling like that. I'm thinking, okay, the only thing I, sh- the only biggest thing I'm focused on is our Reigns and Lesnar going to retain the championships. Excuse me. Because the Rumbles, to me, feel like they're being booked to be an afterthought. And that's not what you want. The Royal Rumble is the 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 hook that makes you want to watch. And I'm sure some of you will be excited to watch it. Some of you will be very excited. I will be, of course, doing what I do, sitting there with a very, very hard stance, looking at the matches, hoping they don't suck, leading up to the Rumbles. And... <sighs> I don't know. Regardless, though, I shouldn't feel this way. It's still my birthday. I'm turning 34. You know, I'm feeling good. Everything is, you know, feeling kosher. I'm feeling happy. I'm ready to go. Still a little bit nasally, but I'll be, I'll be all right. But seriously, when you look at the Royal Rumble as a whole, enjoy it. Enjoy the fuck out of it. Because it's the one time a year that, you know, we get these kinds of moments and maybe they could blow away our expectations. I mean, usually I go, I don't have high expectations for big four shows anymore. Not much as, as much as I used to. But I do have somewhat expectations for this show. I do have some decent expectations and I hope they actually deliver and beat my expectations for this show. Because that's the thing. You know, you should be able to think in your mind, man, this is, I mean, this person can win. This person can win. Hell no, they ain't winning. You know, some people will be doing their pools, but at the end of the day, take a step back and ensure yourself that hopefully we get a better caliber of show than I honestly believe it will be. It'll still be my favorite present. Well, one of my favorite presents, uh, depending on what, what Miss, Miss YLP gets me. And of course, the crown prince of the YLP realm, Mr. YLP Jr., a.k.a. Milo. Um, but in short, but take a step back and make sure that you're not just, you know, you're hoping for a solid show and not just a couple bits and pieces to hopefully make a good show. So that's where I'm at with that. But again, I'll give you my picks for that. Men's Royal Rumble, I'm picking Volter to win. On the women's side, I mean, as much as I would love Bianca Belair to repeat, I think Ronda will show up. Ronda's going to win the Rumble. I'm going to talk about it on Twitter. It's going to blow up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to I'm gonna go with Ronda. I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean if, if this news didn't come out on Monday, I promise you right now, Bianca's winning. I would have Bianca going back to back, and I'll be very happy if she does. If Bianca wins, I will not be mad at my pick, and I will be very happy. They actually made the smart choice in having Bianca to win. Before we head out today, and... uh. You know, enjoy our weekends. I got a couple of bits of news before we head out. Um, this had um, this one actually caught my eye real quick, given the fact that this is the uh, WWE Next in Line program. Um, NIL athlete AJ Ferrari, unfortunately, was involved in a serious wreck this past week. Um, let's get into the article real quick by Colby Faria. WWE NIL athlete 
AJ Ferrari and Oklahoma State track athlete Isai, Isai Rodriguez were involved in a serious car accident on Monday. According to the Oklahoma Highway Patrol, Ferrari was the driver of a 2019 Dodge Durango with Rodriguez in the passenger seat at around 8 p.m. local time when he attempted to pass three vehicles while cresting on a hill. And then Ferrari's Dodge hit an oncoming vehicle, which caused Ferrari's truck to overturn several times before coming to a stop in a nearby ditch where it caught on fire. The official cause of the accident was listening as passing in a no-passing zone. The other the driver of the other vehicle, 56-year-old Valinda McKee, was not injured while Ferrari and Rodriguez were both transported to an Oklahoma City hospital and treated for minor injuries and were listed to be in fair condition. Ferrari's father later posted an update on Facebook and said it appeared that his son had no broken bones, but did have some fluid in his lungs and some internal bleeding. Um, of course, Ferrari is the reigning NCAA champion in the 197-pound weight class and was signed to WWE's Next In Line program in December of 2021. Um, this is a, a tough tragedy for Mr. Ferrari. Um, hopefully, I mean, I'm glad he's in fair condition and just a little bit of fluid in the lungs and uh, internal bleeding, but I'm glad that nothing else was that happened to him or Mr. Or Mr. Rodriguez or Mr. Rodriguez. We're not sure, but, um, you know, it's a tough thing, especially for a guy like uh, AJ Ferrari. And I'm sure WWE was very high on him, bringing him in as the first 15 members of the NIL situation. And, you know, it sucks. You never want to see anything like that, especially for a young guy, you know, that's going to be coming into the WWE fold very soon. So hopefully uh, we here at the YLP Podcast, as we always do, wish Mr. Ferrari a very speedy and quick recovery. And um, don't be passing in no passing lanes, just saying, you know. But I'm glad he's all right. We do wish him the best in his recovery, and hopefully he will come back to the WWE PC very soon. Finally, we end this week's episode with a little Scotty Too Hotty news. I've been wanting to look at this one all week, and I laughed when I actually saw this. But Scotty Too Hotty, apparently, um, from eWrestlingNews.com, says he was frustrated with NXT talent on WWE's main roster. This was from Ryan Clark. During a recent appearance, English motherfucker, do you speak it? Calm down. During a recent appearance, maybe I don't, I need to get my professor glasses on. Maybe this will help my ass out. There you go. That'll look a lot better. During a recent appearance on the Talk is Jericho podcast, former WWE superstar Scotty Tuhati mentioned on his frustration with NXT talents making the transition to the main roster. Here's some of the highlights that uh, came about. So on his frustration with NXT talents making the transition to the main roster, he states, quote, It's frustrating, right? I can't even explain it. A guy like Bobby Roode and I go, man, we're going to love him up here. He looks like a man. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> a guy like Roode had worked for years and years just to get there. Eric Young's another one. They go up and I go, I can't wait to see the sanity entrance on a big stage. It's going to be so cool. They go up and nothing. It happened over and over. They just didn't have that same feeling when they went up. On the unique culture in NXT, he says, quote, Hunter used to say that we have this culture here. And if we could bottle it, we can make millions off this culture. The backstage culture of we are NXT was a real thing. That was a real pride amongst the roster. I feel like it's, that's been lost to a degree, which is sad. It was the coolest environment I've ever been in my 30 years in wrestling. It was still a wrestling business, don't get me wrong. But there was a certain pride there that wasn't anywhere else. It just started to change. They started coming in with rules. One of the first weeks since COVID was they started to let us wear NXT track suits to TV because we don't see anybody. We come into the Performance Center for television. We don't have any fans waiting outside. And for the longest time, there weren't any fans. In the building, it's all in-house people. So we were wearing NXT track suits. 
As soon as it started to change, Hunter went away and the other guy started to come in. It was, okay, we got to get back to business casual now. The next week it was, and this is awesome, Vince wants the coaches looking younger, so we need you guys to start dyeing your beards and cutting your hair. The coaches. I literally lost sleep over it. A couple of them did it right away. I've had every kind of facial hair. Dye, the chin strap, goatee, the beard, spiked up hair, bald head. It's not about that. It's like, if they're going to have us jump through hoops like monkeys just to see if we'll do it. So if you do that, what's next? On AEW's impact on the NXT rebrand, he says, and I quote, I think this is the last little bit of the article here. No, I agree. And that's what it feels like, right? There's just not a lot of explanation on what happened. It pisses you off being a part of it. But it's also sad because it's almost like they killed it off. They killed this awesome thing we had off. It's almost like dealing with a death, dude. It was just sad. I said I just wasn't having fun anymore. I said something about the yellow and gold brand. A lot of people took that as as like I was shitting on the show. The show is what it is. The new show will give people a lot of opportunity. There were a lot of people busting their ass to make that show good. Shawn Michaels, Road Dogg, and those guys. They're doing the best they can to make it good. I was talking about the culture. There was something special with the yellow and gold brand, and it's just not there anymore. But they can do whatever they want. It's their company. End quote. Sky Zulati made a lot of good points. A lot of good points. I mean, over the years, you saw NXT talent coming up to the main roster, and they dropped, and WWE dropped the ball. Big time. Bobby Roode, um, Sanity, AOP. Um, I think they screwed over Kevin Owens plenty of times. Goldberg, I'm looking at you. Um, Sami Zayn, I think they screwed up. Shinsuke Nakamura, they screwed up. Um, so many, so much talent they had come up through the years. Big names. Names that we knew would be household names in WWE main roster television. And nothing. Nothing. Not much of anything. Andrade Cien Elmas, they failed. Big time. It's a, it's a sad tragedy that WWE looked at these w, NXT talents and said, nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything with them. Dominic Dajakovic, Keith Lee, Mustafa Ali. So many names through the years that they have screwed up. The culture in NXT is completely different now. You know, you, with, with the We Are NXT deal, you could feel that as a fan. You could feel that as a fan. And for some reason, it, they've lost that. They've lost that feeling. They have lost that loving feeling. Okay. Um, you know, as far as it goes in the NXT, on AEW's impact on the NXT rebrand, you know, he's right. You know, because it's more, it's, and that's the thing, it's not honestly AEW's fault. AEW was trying to put on the best product they could because they were a newer company and they had to prove themselves. A couple years later now, they have proven themselves to be one of the best promotions in the fucking world without question. But the only reason NXT got the rebrand is because of the simple fact that in Vince McMahon's mind, Triple H, my son-in-law, lost the so-called proverbial war with AEW on the, Wednesday night, on the so-called Wednesday Night Wars. Problem is, Vince McMahon was the one to take them off of the WWE Network and put them on live television because they wanted to counter AEW and ensure they don't get the highest ratings they could. 
here's the thing. And, and I, I hate that I have to reiterate this. NXT and AEW were never at war against each other. Let's, make, let's keep that all the way 100. There is no way on God's green earth that AEW and NXT were at odds. They weren't. Those were two of the best brands literally in the game. NXT and AEW. I didn't, WWE main roster is separate to me. And, I, and, they were th- and they were barely three. I may have put NGPW over at WWE. That's another story for another day. But NXT and AEW were putting on some of the best programming we had seen in years. Vince McMahon was a, is a jealous petty man. If his product ain't number one, we'll do everything we can to ensure that we're number one. When you couldn't be AEW because of the fact that you wanted to you literally screw over your son-in-law's brand to do it, it didn't work. Not only did you kill all, you killed NXT. Vince McMahon killed NXT. Whatever he touches dies. But seriously, there is you know NXT didn't do anything wrong in this case. They were basically putting on the best product they could to try to keep up with AEW. And they shouldn't have. And it shouldn't have never been a thing. NXT was doing was doing quite well on the WWE Network every week. Hour of the best programming in the game. I could easily watch it on a third. I could miss NXT on Wednesday, watch it on Thursday or Friday, and be ready to do a show last week, this week, for Monday. Y'all know, my OGs know what's up. But at the end of the day, you know... Scotty Tuhati leaving the WWE was probably the best thing he could have done for himself. Because NXT was either Vince McMahon was going to do the job and get rid of him, or Scotty Tuhati was going to leave on his own accord. That's how this works. And it's been a while since I've done this. X out my laptop, close my laptop, because I'm pretty much going to end it here. There's no way NXT is what it is without Triple H. There's no other way to say it. NXT and Triple H go hand in hand. Vince McMahon and NXT does not go together. It is literally like sardines and peanut butter. Probably a weird com- combination to some, but it just doesn't mesh. Vince McMahon ruined NXT by trying to ensure that his the AEW doesn't become a rival. Well, AEW is now a rival. And you killed off your brand to spite your son-in-law because he didn't get rid of AEW for you. Here's my message, Vince. Maybe you should have done it yourself. Maybe if you wanted to beat AEW at your own game, you should have been doing the best you could with Raw and SmackDown. Because at the end of the day, it was never NXT versus AEW. It was always Vince McMahon versus AEW. And Vince McMahon couldn't let his pride go. He couldn't. This should have made Vince McMahon better. If AEW was coming out with proper programming, which they still are for having consistently over two years, Vince McMahon should have realized, I need to step up my game. Because WWE is the biggest player in town. And we need to show and remind the world that. But again, Vince McMahon is as old school as old school gets. And unfortunately, a jealous man and a petty man when combined together, make one hell of a failure. NXT, the black and gold, died when Vince McMahon got a hold of it. You know it. I know it. 
And that's the way it is. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude episode 319, the birthday extravaganza for me. I am 34 and I'm happy. And I'm happy that you guys took the time out of your day, your night, your afternoon, your evening to celebrate this with me. Um, Honestly, I don't have a shot or anything, but A, I'm going to put up a drink, a toast to me. <laughs> and to all of y'all, seriously, this is not just a me thing. You know, this is a this is an us thing. You know, the YLP realm is an us thing. And seriously, thank you guys so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. When we come back, we're going to close out the show in proper YLP fashion and get you ready for episode 320 of the YLP podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Well, guys, that's going to be it for episode 319 of the YLP podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day, your night, your afternoon, and your evening, wherever you may be, wherever you are in the world. Thank you guys so much for checking out this special episode of the YLP podcast. And as always, I greatly and truly appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, opinions, or anything else you want to talk about from today's episode or any of the other episodes from the YLP Podcast, do not hesitate to hit your boy up with an email over at younglionsperspective at gmail.com. You can find me over on Twitter at YLPerspective. I will be live tweeting tonight. I will be doing it sparingly, kind of, sort of, but I will be live tweeting tonight for tonight's Royal Rumble show. I usually do live tweeting for AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays, NXT on Tuesday, SmackDown every Friday night, and Raw never because Raw sucks. Um, but I will get back into the live tweeting slowly but surely, and that starts tonight. I will be live tweeting. Uh, so uh, if you're if you are on Twitter, follow me over at YL Perspective and check that out there. That's capital Y L P Perspective. Okay. Excuse me. Also, Facebook. You can find me over there at. Simply search for, I should say, Young Lions Perspective Podcast. Follow me on all those platforms to stay up to date with everything that's going on with the YLP Podcast. Of course, if you enjoy this podcast, do not hesitate to tell a friend to tell a friend about the YLP Podcast. Share this episode across all of your social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Because when you have the YLP Podcast, the Fretzelmania Podcast, and the KOTR, the Kings of the Rings Podcast, we here at Wrestle Addict Radio strive to be not only the cream of the crop top of the pops all that good stuff the number one in the game we strive to be the best the very best you know and nothing better than the alternative for professional wrestling podcast and for to remind you that we are here to stay now if you do not have the Anchor app, of course, that's all perfectly fine. Everybody doesn't have the Anchor app, but everybody has a lot of podcast platforms. And you cannot find, and not only find this podcast on anchor.fm, you can find this podcast and the entire squadron of the WrestleMania Radio team across all these different platforms, including Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, and of course, that good old Spotify fam. 
Search for the YLP Podcast and all the other podcasts of Wrestle Addict Radio, and you should have no problem finding us whatsoever. Now, of course, I'm going to look at the judges to ensure that I have done so and done my duty this week for my birthday. And I believe I've given a thumbs up from uh, Botswana? Eh, it be what it be. Thumbs up is a thumbs up nonetheless. So, of course, next week, you already know what it is. It is a brand spanking new episode of News of the Week, episode 320 of the YLP podcast. We'll probably be discussing the fallout from Royal Rumble a little bit. And, of course, all the news that's fit for me to talk about because it is all the news that's fit for me to talk about. Guys, I'm just going to say you like this. Of course, happy birthday to me. Ha 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 ha. But seriously, guys, enjoy the Royal Rumble tonight. Also, enjoy your AFC and NFC Championship games. And it's, I'm so compelled to just pick games because I'm in a predictions mood, I guess, of course, with the Royal Rumble. Um, AFC Championship game, Kansas City versus Cincinnati. I'm actually going to go with the Chiefy Boys to make their appearance in the Super Bowl because I'm not saying Joe Burrow is not ready yet. He is ready, but I don't think he'll be able to go toe-to-toe with the track meet offense. That is the KC Chiefs. He, trust me, Cincinnati can do it, but I think Chiefs are going to do just enough at the crib at Arrowhead to get the job done and get back to the Super Bowl and do they thing. Now, as far as the NFC Championship goes, I hate every last bit of it because I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, and my two division rivals, the LA Rams and the San Francisco 49ers, are in it. Kill me now, please. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Relax. Don't do anything. Just let me let me, let me live through this one. But I'm actually going to go... Whew, I'm actually going to go with the LA Rams to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I think Matthew Stafford finally gets the job done, finally actually keeps a lead, and they defeat the San Francisco 49ers. I'm seeing KCLA in SoFi. We get to do it all over again. Can Would LA become the second team in the history of the NFL to win in their home stadium for the Super Bowl? We will find out. I'm going, with, I'm going Chiefs Rams in the Super Bowl, and we'll see how that all plays out. Other than that, guys, Enjoy your weekend. If you're going to be going out tonight and this weekend, please do make sure you take that Lyft and Uber home. You don't want to deal with a five-figure deal with lawyers, court fees, and all that good stuff, suspension of your license. You don't want to deal with that. So just make sure you're drinking one. Drink one for me, please. And I mean that in the most sincere way possible. Drink one for Mr. YLP. All that good stuff makes you feel good in the morning, all that fun stuff. Other than that, guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I'll see you guys right back here next Saturday for episode 320 of the Y. L.P. Podcast. See you! This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.